this is the party of all parties and everything is there. Good, the bad, the ugly. It's all them big lights and you become naive. And, and the devil's sitting there going, oh boy, this guy's gonna, as soon as he ain't looking, man, I'm gonna have my hand in his pocket. <laughs> if you can't hang like that, then don't get involved. Like in other words, just live your simple little life and, and don't try to play with the big boys because man, they will chew you up. Lee dictating the pace there with the tie-ups because Mueller's really good with the front headlock, but it was Lee that's uh, giving the overtie and banging the head. Nice job of Lee staying in the center here, protecting his uh, three-point lead. Running off the shots from Mueller is Lee of Iowa. Back in his home state, where he's a three-time Pennsylvania state champion. Olympic gold, but his college career off to a pretty darn good start. Back-to-back -back titles for Spencer Lee. Spencer Lee does it again. Yeah, and first off, top five best intros we've ever had. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. We had some good ones last year. Uh, this year we slacked. Best a little of the bit, year. Best of the year, I'll say, yes. Yeah. So, Spencer Lee, once again, like, he pretty much, like, there was a lot of doubts coming in this year, just like last year, and sure as shit, he comes and performs. Uh, yep. Almost past expectations. Like, he really wrestled good all the way yeah, through. Yeah, just wrestled solid, didn't make any mistakes. I I will say he didn't get near as many backs as like what he had in the past, and that's a lot of that's because, I mean, I don't know if you saw some of that stuff on Flow, or it wasn't Flow, maybe Twitter or something like that. There was, there was people like really looking out for it. Like on the starts, sure. they were leaning away yep. from um, Spencer Lee's forearm tilt. You yeah, know? but but that also kind of sets you up for failure as far as yeah. There's a, a lot of, more that can... of, of being able to even hit a stand up. Yes. So we we almost are always besides the finals match, we're almost always he's almost always securing that ride time. Here's the thing: like usually somebody that seems that one dimensional, like Spencer Lee, seems, looks, feels, he is far from it. Well, he can take down anybody. Yep. And, and that used to be always a thing for me. Like, I used to always, God, I, like, he almost, like, lets people in and then kind of boot scoots around and shit like that. Like, sure, he has a little bit of a, almost like a high crotch to a dump type of thing. His and, hips are ridiculous. 
It, so if he, he gets in, in, in a crackdown fuck. situation or or gets in a scramble situation, especially early, because actually, yeah, you should you should tell what because uh, you talked to the Iowa. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> my flight out there, I I sat right next to the the Iowa um, orthopedic surgeon. And uh, basically, I was, you know, he he like we, he saw I was ready to go, all Iowa shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, I had my little shooters on the plane, so I gave me, hey, you want one guy? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, well, we just started talking. He's like, he's like, oh man, I am pumped. He's like, I I you know like uh, these these guys are all badasses on the team. We talked about Marinelli, we talked about Spencer, we talked about blah blah everybody, and. Um, and then he, it, the the beans were spilt that he is an orthopedic surgeon. And he basically told me that uh, you know, like he that he he couldn't say a whole lot, but I would like kind of hint around yeah. uh, here and there. Like I'd just bounce around uh, like without straight asking. And uh, he he told me he verified it was mono. And that and actually he didn't even say that. He's like that's what we're thinking it is as well. Like he like it's almost like they were extremely uncertain early on and then later as the progressed there there that was the which feeling. is common with every case of mono you yeah. never know you never know what it really yeah. is yep yeah. and um you know and then and then also we, we we weren't able to talk about a whole lot about this season but we talked about like then like Gilman's in the past and Corey Clark and all those and it was just a fucking great like I got hammered and that flight, like, it was supposed to take, like, two hours. It felt like it took, like, two minutes. Yeah. And, uh, like, it I was bet. probably one of my better flights yeah. ever. Uh, uh, it, you know, first off, so Gav called this, what, like, after his first loss? Yeah, three or four yeah, years ago. Midlands. Yeah. No, no three or four. No. no Mid to late But 80s. Initiate Contact has been calling this since Midlands that something's wrong with Spencer Lee. And we just got our last uh, our last rating on on uh, on Apple Podcast. Yeah, okay. Uh, we gave us a five star review, but is by squeeze Solid. is by squeeze bottle. And he said, uh, "Funny yet not informative." Fuck still, you, squeeze bottle. Still getting a five star from me though. Oh, okay. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. so we like him still. But informative, my ass. We're predicting <laughs> the goddamn future. Yeah, I mean, we, we called DeSanto. Yeah, we we we've called a lot actually. We've called. DeSanto, we've we've called out uh, that Pat Downey will never show up, and I basically laid out the whole NCA. So can kind of give a yay or nay, or the university yeah, you can did, give a yay. You or... were adamant about about him never yeah, touching the lineup. Not to mention, I wasn't a big so, fan of so, being in Iowa. So, listeners, stop there. listening for recent news and just look for you know, just listen to us for what the future uh, holds for <laughs> us all. Uh. So, I mean, and which we have some information for that, too. Like, oh, yeah. And like Gavin Teasdale's for sure coming and, yep. and shit like that. But yep. um, speaking of which, okay, okay. Do, let's, do we want to go into what we heard about Gavin Teasdale? Should we just wait on that? I think I think that's more of an off-season talk. We're I, on nationals right now. Yeah, but we, we're going to hit it. We're going to hit it at the end of the podcast. Okay. We got to. Um, well, go ahead. With Teasdale? Yeah. Okay, so little birdie told me. Actually, I have no idea who. Who? I okay. A a good source told me basically Teasdale um, got into maybe uh, he had kidney failure. 
um, for trying to suck down to 125 to wrestle for Penn State. Um, and then once he had kidney failure, basically incapable of wrestling, got into some trouble, um, and now he's living with Spencer Lee's parents. Uh, trying to clean him up. Sounds like a transfer request is going to be coming in, and sounds like he might be coming coming to Iowa. And uh, we're not here to speculate on the kidney failure or nothing like that. So, but I mean, I was known for. I mean, DeSanto was kind of a issue. Um, we brought in uh, Pat Patrick Downey was almost one of those that we brought in. Like we've been known to be able to handle that sort of stuff a little bit. I mean. We have some issues of our own. We can't lie. Sam's still, you know, getting shot and shit. And yeah. Fucking, if a rabbit's on campus, it's probably going to get shot by an Iowa wrestler. <laughs> you know. I don't think it had anything to do with rabbits. Squirrels, so. whatever. Yeah. I mean, so, whoop the. I mean, we're not like, we're not like a fucking taking in an Andrew Long or anything. Yeah. Of that nature. E- but, exactly. But, um... And actually, the thing to talk about with that is where he fits, how he fits, and where others go to make him fit. Yep, it sounds and it sounds like and that will definitely be an off-season well, talk because I got some ideas right there. But um, well, let's kind of just run through. Um, boy, you want to go weight by weight? No, a little oh, bit. Oh, weight by weight. Well, then uh, let's just go. Okay, so we've talked about our flight out there. Yeah. So as soon as we land, then we all meet up and uh, basically at the airport. Didn't even have off, time to get a drink. Yeah, I was bummed. Yeah, After luckily I had a couple extra shooters. I was good. I yeah. didn't share. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did. You gave, you gave me a shot. Did I? Oh, that or Bruno's. Oh, okay. Uh, anyways, but then we get there, and the transportation to downtown, oh. fucking wretched. Just terrible setup. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a murder trial going on. In, oh, Atlantis. Yeah, so it was like half the city was shut down. And well, then it, that, that was just the downtown. I'm talking about the airport to get to our hotel. Oh, hotel God, yeah, we got dropped off in the ghetto. So there's no, there to used, to be, there used to be like a train or a subway or something that used to go from the airport to like the main inner city, and that no longer exists because maybe it just didn't bring enough money. Yeah. Evidently, nobody's going to Pittsburgh. Mm. You, you know, though, I actually figured Pittsburgh would be more industrious, more like kind of like blue collar ish and more you know but when we got there it was impressive actually it was kind of more like uh, a lot more going on there than just what i was thinking it was like you know i'm thinking like the steelers and like the iron curtain old school fucking hard calloused hands badass yeah. people yeah no there was none of those you right. know um but anyway, so so we couldn't find something. We had to take a, We had to take a goddamn uh, Uber, or well, we took a, a like bus. a bus, and then so who, and then got, from there, I, I don't even know where that bus dropped. That us bus off dropped at. us off in fucking who knows where. In the then, ghetto. We we yeah yeah yeah. We just wandered around. Which like I idiots. feel I feel good in the ghetto. Like I don't know what it is about me. I feel like uh, we're one and the same. But then I might get shot. You know, and then it's kind of exciting at the same time. You know, no, like, you're more likely to get shot than, than fitting in, Gav. <laughs> I'm far from uh, ghetto looking. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm 80% ginger. So, but anyways, so we we get we get dropped off there, and then we have to take a goddamn Uber from there, like another like eight ten bucks. We had an Uber all over the god fucking place, like everywhere. Like, I mean, I didn't like the setup. Well, that's what was so fucking weird about the place. It was like, first off, the bars were like 
small town Iowa prices. Yes. So it was like it would cost you sixty dollars to take an Uber to the venue, but then you get down there and the drinks were dirt cheap. Yes. It was so weird. And well, and it turns out we didn't stay in the best of places. Like as far as like it was a ways away. Like it was what fourteen dollar Uber ride, which isn't terrible, but. When you have to do that fucking seven times, you know, well, yeah. actually 14 times when you figure there and back, well, yeah. there's a shuttle and shit, but... but that shuttle is clutch. I'm, I'm just going to say, the, and the only reason why I'm spilling this all out there is, like, St. Louis is set up so much better. Des Moines is set up so Des much Moines, better. Des Moines! Come on, like, yeah. come on, people. Why are we picking these towns that are just fucking terrible to, to publicly transport mass... mass amounts of people to one area you know what i'm saying right and then and then that one area just i mean granted that's not on them but there's that huge murder trial cop shooting a black guy type of thing and uh it was just it was hectic as all hell like yeah. we, even the ubers just dropped us off like three blocks prior and we yep. had to walk actually more than that it was like five six blocks prior and we had to walk which was that. fine it was i it, mean it was ridiculous how yeah. long you it, it just sucked like even when and you know me i have a horrible bladder so yeah it was it was uh it it was cringeworthy every time we every time we sat in an uber because i knew we'd have like a 20 minute wait before we even got onto the fucking interstate yeah and then not to mention the venue too tiny what too tiny yes why are we first off why the fuck are we going to Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Okay. We're not only are we going to Pennsylvania, but we're going to such a small venue that strictly only them can somehow yeah. get fucking and tickets. T- and tickets were outrageous this year. Oh, so this year was a year, and I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous podcast. It seems like we it's been so long since we did one, but they they did this whole thing where they gave a certain amount of numbers uh, tickets per school. Every school got the same amount of numbers just to try to make sure that they were evenly dispersed. Evenly. Yeah. But guess what? Maryland got the same number as us. Maryland got what? Well, okay, I shouldn't say. Well, Maryland, let's say. How many did they get in? Maybe three? Like, I, we, got, we got nine, fuckers. We should have three times as many tickets. You know, like, you got to figure the family alone might have 265 people. Yeah, it, 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 that's, that's fucking unbelievable that they would. That- NCA, you're a fucking bunch of retards. And I don't, I mean, my mom's just one of the teachers, so I can say that. I think I've said that. Yeah, 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 it's like. But I, I just don't understand how the fuck. And you're, you're, you're they, first off, you're retarded as well. So. Yeah, I'm 80%. Yeah, you can make 80, fun of yourself. 85, yeah. That's, the, I just don't understand why the fuck we are giving, like, like no other sport does that. No other sport, I yeah. feel, you know. Um, well, I granted, most others are like team sports, so it's either like all or nothing. But like, if 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 like it, Iowa didn't make uh, the could. Big Ten champion or the um, the national level in baseball or whatever, I don't know baseball. But anyways, are they allotted some tickets? No, like that many? I, I doubt it. I, I doubt don't they're think allotted. they're allotted. I, yeah, who? I have no idea. I don't either. Um, but so we, I might be talking out of my ass, but it makes no fucking sense. Yeah, like well, because well, why would I go? It should come down to qualifiers. Yeah. Um, I mean, we qualify nine. Nine. Uh, Penn State qualifies nine. Who else qualified nine? Did Ohio State qualify? Qualify nine? Yeah, and I'm sure so. Okie State did as well. Yeah, probably. So. Um, a lot of those teams the most. 
I mean, I'm cool with there being more Penn State fans there. But I'm you going gotta, to tell you, I'm you, a pretty diehard like wrestling fan in general. Not even just like Iowa wrestling, but like wrestling in general. And if Iowa didn't make anybody, I don't know if I would go. <laughs> you know, like yeah. so. Therefore, I should. We should have yeah, less. I, I actually this would made me laugh because we actually when we walked into Brugger's Bagels, yes. um, I heard some Purdue fans talking, and, and they were talking in in. Uh, it was a Purdue fan talking to another Big Ten fan. I can't I can't remember who it was, but he's like, "Yeah, we had a uh, so and so. He's made it to the quarter consolation rounds, and you know, I he, he returns next year. So it's good to see us come down here and actually score a couple of points. And it's just like I can't even imagine. No, having, I mean we've, we've to, had that. I mean I was never had that. To I work. mean we we haven't had that, but we've had those circumstances like, like, where like like I mean when we were back in Detroit, we had like. I mean, we had we had like eight people there, but there was only like two. We were like, I'm, actually, this year's kind of like that. We only had. Like, but we were still two. like six in the country. Sure, this was this was uh, a Purdue fan being like, you know, we might have an All American next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and it was just like, yeah. wow, like you you are really a wrestling fan. Like the the pay f- this much money to watch your he team was probably, almost was, get an All American. That was probably a coach talking to the parent of that one kid or something. <laughs> yeah, know, it was like, probably, uh, probably probably like the like second string one twenty five pounders yeah. dad or something. You know what's funny is he probably got those tickets, uh, you know, through the whatever for two hundred bucks, where we ended up having to spend, uh, you know, what was it three hundred three fifty each? Yeah, fucking yeah. ridiculous. You know, so. Uh, Hell, he can bring him and his kid and his, you know, fucking his kids' seven buddies and uh, still not pay quite as much. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's it's bullshit, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I doubt they change it, though. But the, mm, the they'll change it eventually. They'll have to. But uh, Why, but, though? It's still sold out. Every seat was gone. Yeah, but that's because it was that's a small the, ass fucking venue. Like most, if you if we go back to uh, St. Louis, guess what's guess who's getting those tickets? It's all these scalpers that call into these no name schools and decide to like the, they're all of a sudden a following, right. and and then they jack up the price once we get there. So you're gonna lose fan base money. Yeah. And actually, the guy who sold us our tickets like basically kind of almost in a way pleaded with us in that way. He's like, yeah. he's like, dude. He was basically like, well, wasn't he a dad of a kid? Yeah, he uh, Michigan kid. Um, I'd have to look. I don't. Know. I don't remember he who was. was. A stud, I know that. But yeah, he was he, good. He uh, he he basically almost like, come on, guys. I, like, I just want to get my money. I just don't want to give it to the scalpers. I, I, I just don't want to give it to a scalper. And this happens every year. Yeah. Every year, the scalpers are making tons of money. And, and, and he even took like a twenty dollar loss on on the tickets. Yeah, by selling them to us. Yes, and we we dickered him down a little bit, but the, well, actually we didn't come with that much cash. Yeah. Even you know? I had I had another twenty. Yeah, I just yeah. said, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's just stupid that way. Like there is no reason why NCAA is basically sponsoring these fucking scalpers when they do this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like let the true fans get the tickets. Yeah. Like I love capitalism and everything, but but come on. What? You call that capitalism? Well, kind of. I call that welfare. No, at least they're out there like doing something. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, it's it's, it's still taking advantage. It's still taking advantage of others. But sure. Anyways, yeah. um, 
I will. Uh, I, I. I just. I just plead to the NCA that they fucking get their shit together and research a little bit. This is like when we were back in Omaha, where Omaha had no clue what was going on. Yeah, every like bar even the was first bar. The first bar we like went two to, bars open, and there's a line like four blocks long to get. The in. first bar we went to, I had to explain to her what was going on. Yeah. You know, every every bar ran out of freaking beer in like yeah. the first like two or three hours. No, I'm talking about even this year. Like that chick didn't know. Thank God that it was, we went yeah. to the one bar that yeah. it was a cop bar, and that's why nobody went there. Well, it was well, just us. Well, the, <laughs> the the owner when I remember Jim. Up, no Mitchell, Jim Mitchell. Yeah. Okay, yeah he he went up to uh, he went up to the 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 cocktail waitress, not bartender. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first like probably 20 minutes in and she was like freaking out and he yeah. just went up and like gave her a hug like it's gonna be okay yeah and then he talked to me later he was a big fan of wrestling like he, he yeah yeah he played basketball he's nope. like six, no, six nobody under, i don't understand how people aren't ready for that yeah i know and, and that guy he worked the bar constantly you know he knows everything going downtown guaranteed they just didn't know the type of crowd that's coming yeah you know yeah how, how it's not a basketball crowd no, they're not a bunch People of pansies. People are here to get hammered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and start fights. Uh, no. Come yeah, on. well. Um, so, anyway, Spencer Lee is, is uh, 125. We won that one. Next one, that's going to be an interesting conversation because Austin DeSanto, he pretty well got screwed a couple times. Well, he, Almost flat out. He, he Well, he, he wrestled not to lose against, mm. was it against Siriano? Okay. He, he sure he he could have won that match. He did absolutely nothing for the first yeah. two periods. Nothing. Um, he wrestled timid, and that's not why DeSanto's been dominant this this last year. No, that wasn't Seriano. That was um. Shit. Oh no, DeSanto. Yeah, no. Oh, you're saying who he ended up losing to? Yeah. Um, it was a Michigan kid, Michik. Yeah, yeah, Michik. That's right. Um, yeah, so he fucked up against Michik the first go around. He yeah. got a little more aggressive the second go around. But anyways, um, he he ended up uh, what place? He ended up getting. He ended up getting fifth place. Fifth. So still a good showing for yeah, him. Huge, but here's huge, the confi- huge progress from last year. For yes. Him. Yes. Oh, he. I I really thought he was going to be. Uh, you know, Michik was supposed to be hurt supposedly. That was the talks, and actually, uh, when I was talking to that orthopedic surgeon, he even knew the Michigan um, um, orthopedic surgeon or whoever, like the same guy as him over there, and uh, he was going to text him as soon as we got off the plane because I'm like, I heard his knees like fucked up, and that's why he sat out, and you know, what's the deal there? And he's like, you know what? I don't know. I'm going to figure that out. And I should have took down his number to confirm, but, it, but yeah. it didn't matter. Yeah. Because uh, he didn't wrestle aggressive enough no, in, in that match to, yes. to make the knee Like, an issue. here's the thing. If the knee's an issue, you either attack it or you keep circling yeah. away or towards it. Like, you keep going. You keep turning corners. He just tied up and would not let go. Neither one of them, quite frankly. Yeah. There was no elevation drops. There was one shot. One shot in by me, period. In the yep. se- se- first or second period. First or second put together, there was one shot, and it was Michik, he, he, he finished it. There was probably 12 shots by uh, DeSanto in the third period, and not a single one finished. And, you know, a lot of half shots and setup yep. style. But yep. it's like, guess what, buddy? You, you got to start doing that early on, otherwise you're not going to get the call. But here's the thing that I want to bring up with that is the goddamn push-out slash, slash stalling thing. So if we're going to do this push-out rule you thing. you got to call it. 
ever. You, you have to call it consistently. Call it consistently for one, and two, it still doesn't negate real stalling. Like there's stalling and push out. It's not the stalling, as in like they're posting off and circling and circling. Yeah, that's still fucking stalling. Yeah, they, and that's the thing that was dropped completely from this tournament yes. was was old fashioned stall calls. Yeah, they they. they they completely base it off. Somebody could stall their ass off, and as long as they circle their ass to the middle of the mat at the last second, they're they're home free. I know I'm jumping uh, like ahead here with this, but prime example, fucking stole. He was utilizing that that push out rule. Yeah, you and dominating. He, with and he it. got he got and even in his big first first round upset. He, yeah, he okay. still got called for stalling. He got called for stalling for when out. he pushed somebody out because they're claiming he was just strictly pushing. Okay, tell me first off where that's in the rule. I don't. It's not a rule. Yeah, exactly. Like tell like I don't understand how the and that started to become a thing the, come the, day two, and I think it's strictly because of Sam Sam Stoll. I I don't I don't I guess being an Iowa fan and just. Coming from a, you know, being a fan of a school that's more aggressive, the push-out rule is awesome. It forces kids to wrestle in the middle of the mat. It forces kids to push back, and it and kids can't back out. Like, to me, to me, do you are are you in disagreement at all with the push-out rule? Um. Okay. So to throw my fandom aside and be as biased as I can. I'm going to say, in Sam Stoll's case, it's very questionable. Because he is the bigger guy. You know, I mean, he's just so broad and just big. And he can push out anybody if he wanted to. Constantly. And would never have to do anything else. Especially since he's really good at his Russians. He just gets a Russian and just pushes. Okay? That's not wrestling to me. But... You got him like that should have been obvious when making this rule. Right. Too bad somebody utilizes the rule. You can't change it in the middle of a fucking tournament. Yeah. And it was it was across a lot of matches. It was yes. almost like they changed the rules. They all had like a meeting beforehand. And it was strictly against Iowa, I felt. Yeah. Like DeSanto DeSanto, DeSanto and Stoll utilized and that Stoll, rule. Yep. They got and blocked. you saw it like when DeSanto in the Nebraska match when he he pushed uh was it who 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 was who's the Nebraska kid for who or no 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 o- o- Oki State he was wrestling fix and he pushed him out oh uh the the ref yes. the ref yeah, yeah, yeah. call it and he instantly threw his hand up because because that's the goddamn rule well and, and here's the thing sometimes there's a push out okay almost strictly a push out but they just called one prior so they didn't call it. Yeah. It's like, so is it a push-out rule, like, per se? Like, a real, like, push-out rule? Or is it a stalling call? What are you fucking calling, then? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, if it if it's a if it's somebody that starts in the middle of the mat and works his way to the edge of the mat and gets pushed out, that's still that push-out rule. I don't know what they're calling it. I don't... I, the terminology is beyond me right now. But I... That's what it's came... It was perceived as okay and then and then all of a sudden if if you do that again or you, you can't just give a warning that the warning yeah. was already this call you gave like that's a yeah. that's another yeah. fucking or, stalling or, call or, or you can't reverse it and then okay and then they kept doing the whole like you know they're like oh you know he was uh in motion wrestling motion motion blah 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 
it sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. It was real confusing. That yeah. there is no reason to I mean, it seemed a lot more subjective come second third round or second third day, sorry, than uh the first day. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I DeSanto won by a DQ first. first yeah. Round. yeah. Yeah. So, uh and then so then moving DQ in the first period, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but then going into um, what would have been our next our next uh, weight class 41. that we finished. No, okay. So Max Beeren, Max Beeren almost did it, man. He almost went above and beyond. I think he was a twenty-two seed coming in, and he was up against. Uh, I don't think he was up. I think he was tied. No, but I, I'm saying he was up against like a well number four seed, three seed. He upset two kids in a row yeah. to make it to but the quarters. He, he, if he would have won that last match, and it was a good match. It, it, against Nick Lee, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nick he Lee, he was definitely was. outmatched, but damn, his defense dropped So he, he fought off a lot of good shots. Yeah. like And Nick Lee was the aggressor, but uh, Mirren did not give in yeah. one inch. Yeah. Like, you could tell he was outmatched, but by God. He was he, working twice as hard. Oh, my Lantis. <laughs> he looked good. Fucking Bruno. You know what Bruno told me? What it's at. Okay, this goes to the other thing. But Bruno thinks he's going to bump up the 49 and beat out Lugo. That's a thing. I just have to throw that out there just so that it's on records for when I tell Bruno he was a retard for saying that. You know. (laughs) Lugo's good. Well, well, let's get into it. Lugo is one of those. He's... He's just a solid motherfucker. He's progressed all season. Well, first off, I I do want to say that DeSanto... Did finish two spots above his seat. Yeah. So that's a kid that. Sure, but that's also a kid that we thought it was going to be in the top four easy. I thought he was going to be a, a yeah. finalist. Yeah, exactly. Um. So then we go on to Lugo. Uh, he lost eleven and nine. And, and what what sucked was he was dominating the match the match against uh, uh, Deegan from Iowa State. Mm. He was. I think he was up six nothing in the first period. And he came back to lose eleven and nine. I don't even know how it happened. It was yeah. so for but during that match, so we should do you want to tell uh the Captain Morgan suite? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. So yeah, we, we uh, what was it? Uh the second day we, we met up with the guy uh, that was rich, from just a rich Pittsburgh Hawkeye fan. Yeah, well he was the iClub uh president in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And we're just sitting out there, we're waiting on our Uber. Okay, we're, uh, we walk back in, and security's, like, telling us to fucking, like, leave. And we're like, no, we're waiting on our Uber. Shut the fuck up. And um, this guy just stands there, and I start talking to him. He has, a, like, a pretty sweet-looking uh, Jack and Iowa jacket yeah, on. And I cool, just, cool shoes. Yeah. Cool shoes. <laughs> he had cool shoes. And uh, why? What, were they Hawkeye they, shoes? They, they weren't Hawkeye shoes, but they could have been. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they were just black. And half, half yellow, half black. <laughs> And you were wearing your eyes. I was wearing my Hawkeye shoes. Yeah, good for you. Thanks. And uh, anyways, so I'm talking to this guy, and he's like, he just starts like rambling on, like he was a talker. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Well, I'm in this for the long haul. I'm, like the session wasn't that great, and I was just like, all right. No, it was it was that uh, that cliff dive. Yeah. You know, you were on the super big no, high going into the day. Day one was amazing. Day. Uh, it always is. We talked yeah. about it. We talked about yeah. it in our last episode, man. We're bitch. we're just always on that high after day one, and yeah. we start drinking the Kool Aid and and 
That Kool-Aid ends up sucking. Yeah. Uh, ain't no BV, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I started talking to this guy, and he's like, telling me, like, he owns these businesses and stuff. I'm just like, nah, 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 whatever guy. And then he's like, I'm uh, I'm also the iClub uh, member here in Pittsburgh. I'm like, holy shit, you're, you live here in Pittsburgh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, you got to... You, you like a you're the real deal you know like if you're in pittsburgh you come to the wrestling and and you're the iClub uh president that's the real fucking deal yeah that's you, awesome i mean that's hardcore yeah okay and then and um basically he like ends up telling me he has to he has all these jobs uh, all this the, like three different companies he, yeah, owned or he whatever. had to go fire somebody he had to go so fire to go. somebody he's like it's gonna be rough and then i'm supposed to take my wife out to eat our anniversary was uh like three days ago and i never did anything yet and uh, you know like this whole story i was just like holy fuck i'm like all right and then we're talking about how the day went and like how we got down there and how pittsburgh he's like oh, i love pittsburgh though man you'll like it just kind of relax and get used to it he told me a few spots we need to go and all this Sure as shit, the next day. Yeah, we we got there super early. The shuttle left real early. Well, yeah. We had to book the shuttle. And and so we just walked into, what was it? Some random hotel right across the street. I think it was a Hilton. Sure. And we we got Bloody Marys. Yeah. And uh, we were just waiting it out. Um, I still had ripped jeans from the night before. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) And... uh, and, like, on our walk out, he just, like, runs in those in frantic mode. And he's like, ah, I got to go. I got to go. He's yeah. like, he's like, well, you guys got sick? You got seats? I'm like, yeah, yeah. We got the Keen actually, he ran into you right away, right? Yeah. And he's like, you guys got tickets? And Keen's like, yeah. Yeah, I got tickets. We're good. You ready, man? He's like, no, no. Actually, I was going to give you my tickets. I'm up in this Captain Morgan suite. You just walk in. All the food and drinks you can get and are free. Are free. For for the uh, up until the session starts, and it's about an hour before the <laughs> <Yeah>. start time. <laughs> and Keen's like, uh, "I wish I told you we didn't have tickets, you know." <laughs> and then he just gave us the the like the Captain, Captain Morgan, Morgan part, not his ticket tickets. Yeah. Um, and th- because those aren't real seating spots, you can stand up there and fucking still drink and eat or whatever, yeah. and or just hang out. And so Keenan and I was just like, fuck it, yeah. We went up there, and uh, sure as shit, there's free booze. I, I didn't even plan on really drink. No, I didn't even know if I was going to no, drink I, that No, I, I was a hurting unit. Yeah. So we got, we get, but you get up there, and it's it's like, what, 10, 15? And we have 45 minutes of free drinks. No, so, I don't even think we have that much so, time. Oh, maybe a half got, hour, yeah. 15 minutes. So The buffet line was amazing. Yeah, so so Gavin goes, and we, we find a nice, awesome awesome spot to watch the the semi right in the corner by a pillar the, the there's a, like the, there's there's like a, a curtain here where like the people that but really paid right in the smack dab middle yeah people really paid in front of us you know they paid big money well, probably a thousand bucks each. I, I asked the guy what he paid for his captain morgan tickets and he said these are like eight hundred dollar tickets yeah so we for one session yeah so so we're we're sitting there and, and they're all big wig rich fuckers and too. We found a really nice up close spot and we uh and 
it was they had what like five bartenders working. So we sure. Yeah. So I'd go up and be like, "Can you get two beers, please?" They give me two beers, and I go over and I put it next to Gavin and I, and then I walk over to the next bartender and I say, "Can I have two beers, please?" <laughs> and they give me two beers. We we stocked up before they closed down. Basically, yeah, is yeah. what we're saying. We, we we're had, talking like sixteen ounce like IPAs, like big shit. Not to mention the food we ate. You know, we just like stocked it all in a corner, like just <laughs> nuzzled in a corner over here next to a giant pillar, and then that curtain that separated like the real paying. People people the and then us yeah i had i had seven full beers in front of me at one point yeah and i got through all of them yeah oh that was a great i mean we wrestled like shit but as far as it got us through the shit wrestling yeah yeah (laughs) and it it was a great experience uh so then so pat lugo we talked about him uh alex marinelli or Uh, or, or caleb we, we can talk about caleb young uh caleb young wrestled Kind Solid. of a tournament I thought he would wrestle. Yeah, he did fifth, well. Fifth place, sophomore, a lot of points coming back. And he and I will say one thing, he scored a lot of bonus points. Like he won he was on his game early on in that tournament. Yes. And and he helped us. Uh he he helped he, he helped he helped me to believe that, that <laughs> there's a there's a shot. You know, and he's like the forgotten wrestler. He really is. He's just he's just there, kind of getting does his shit, kind of like a Jacob Warner, or, or and, like a Brandon Sorensen, in, yeah, in a way, like 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 a not as talented Brandon Sorensen. <laughs> he might get there though. Oh, I think I think he will. I I, I see him being a, you know, a finalist by the time he's done. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he he did what we were hoping, and God, he's just so unflashy. Well, and he, fin- he finished fifth place. Like even a, a spot above his seat. Sure. Even when he um, you know, wins and stuff, it's just like he just walks off. You know, like there's nothing too exciting about it to like really remember it. You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of sad, but really gratifying because that's that's a good sign of consistency. Yep, yep, and it, it it it's a good feeling knowing that we have two more years with the kid. That I mean, just the leap that he took from last year to this year, yeah. was was massive. And then Marinelli, which pretty much like if Marinelli was the seventh place poster child of this tournament, unfortunately, yeah. Like he, he got beat. We we talked about early on that he had the toughest route out of anybody that probably ever, ever screwed, ever been a number one seed. And, and we had guys because Mich- Mich- we had Michigan fans say that uh, the first round. Yeah, turn around. And he goes, "What do you think about Alex Marinelli getting the worst possible draw?" As a first seed in NCAA history, it's, those were exact words from a it's, Michigan. It's fan. ridiculous, but. Unfortunately, on top of that, he couldn't bounce back. Yeah. After a loss, you got to bounce back, man. And but you know when, like here, Iowa style of training of like mentality is you are the fucking best. Nobody can touch you. And then all of a sudden you're seated number one. I am the best. You become a believer. You know, like you you trust in all everything. Yeah. Everything you were ever taught. From these Iowa Tom and Terry brands, Scott, uh, Ryan Morningstar, and like all of a sudden, bam, it's real. I am that fucking tough. I am that guy. And then you get just heartbroken in a tournament, like yeah. the biggest, the biggest pinnacle of moments yeah. 
for an Iowa wrestler. And, and, and it, it it would be. It is hard as fuck to bounce back, but you got to do it, man. Yeah. You got to prove yourself. Yeah. You're a hawk. And he You're basically he did it last year. Yep. Exact same thing that happened last year. Yeah. Um It sucks because as soon as I saw him walking off that mat, his head was down. He was like slow motion like he was it just didn't look good. Well, first off, I will say, though, in the placement matches, uh, even though you could tell nobody was happy to be wrestling where they were, um, but you saw excitement in, in them after their wins. Um, in, in Caleb Young, in Austin DeSanto, and in Alex Marinelli. I'm not going to lie. I they, think there's some of that some show. I think, I think Tom and Terry probably tell yeah. them. Yeah. I mean – we're on a stage where we need recruits at this moment. Yeah. You fucking build the program. Yes, get excited. It, it, just like, it, and I called it back when Corey Clark got um, tossed uh, Terry Brands in the lateral after he won it his senior year. Um, he like was like, just throw me, throw me, throw me, you know, like that. Yeah. Uh, it's all it's a show, but it's all for recruiting purposes like we need because tom and terry is uh like they're they on the outside look really tough as far as like for these millennials goddamn millennials to be able to handle you'd like that that constant in your faceness you know so it needs to make it look like we have more fun than what we do so i think a little bit of it's a show but at the same time yeah what are you looking up uh so hold on give me one sec and then, and then you know, on top of that, I mean, it's it's always better to end the fu- your fucking year on a win. So even though, and and I'm sure that's the talk, you know, like even though you're in, uh, you know, a seventh eighth place match, let's say, and not not in a finals match like you were hoping, a win's still better than a loss ending the season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Well, so. You're slowing me down here. You give me the Penn State champions. Uh, just off the top of my head, or what? Like Kassar. Um, what do you? What do you? Th- what are you talking about? What are you wanting? Never mind. Let's just move on. Do you have something? Yeah. Uh, who was the interview before Spencer Lee? Is that was it Joseph? Oh, Vincenzo? Yeah. Before Spencer Lee? Yeah. Did, um, did you... Maybe. So, so first off, there's something that really pissed me off at the tournament. I'm standing in the bathroom line, and I hear... There's like three or four guys standing behind me, and I hear them say, you know, Brands is just a fucking asshole. The Brands are fucking assholes. Like, why would you want to wrestle for a guy like that? Kale? Kale's a super cool guy. Like, what pisses me off... Is I know you've talked to brands. I've had a con- I've had conversations with brands. If you think he is a bad guy, you've never talked to him in your entire life. The only thing that's wrong with that guy is he's extremely passionate about the sport of wrestling. They are definitely, um, n- you know, like narrow visioned. Yes. There's a one goal in mind, and, uh, you know, and I, I, I think that's what makes it, him so good. And, and if you go go back, and I, I challenge any single 
non-Hawkeye fan to do this, go back and listen to Joseph's interview at the end of his match when he won the national title. And then go listen to Spencer Lee's. Look at the night and day difference in the type of guys that are in the Iowa program compared to the guys that are in the Penn State program. And then look at the at the recruits, these big-tier kids that are going to Penn State and running from the university. Don't tell me that's, that Kale Sanderson's a better dude. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... It's hard for us to say, really, but I'm going to tell you no, this. I know. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, on the outside, the Brands do look a lot rougher. Sure. A lot. And but it, like uh, it's seriously like it's they have blinders on. All they 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 keep thinking about Iowa wrestling. They keep thinking about how they're going to win stuff, how they're going to get better, and blah blah blah. So when you like when I've pulled them aside and shook their hand and stuff like that, boom, there's a smile on their face. But as soon as they start walking on, like past me or past anybody else, they're 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 back to like that like gruff little look. They're thinking. They're fucking. They don't give a like they. And this is what I want out of a coach. They don't give a fuck what people think about them. Yeah, they're just trying to they're think them. of ways to better the program. Okay, yeah. and you know what? I I was never a fan of. I told you that story about when I I met uh, Kale Sanderson at the gas station, right? Uh, in Ames, and um, he was a nice guy. He, he has more of that, like, I think he wasn't buying a beer or nothing. I was kind of hoping he was, so that way I could call him out. But, you know, like, he, like he, he was a nice guy and just, like, personal, talked to a few people. And so, on the outside, he does do better at that. Not yeah. going to lie. But um, he, it, I'm the Brands aren't that bad, I guess. Yeah. They're really not. They're good guys. But they are going to make, they're going to work. They're going to make others work, you know. Yeah. They, and so they have that perception of like, and they're intense. And those interviews is what gets it. Those interviews, how intense they are in those interviews. Yeah, where it's the mentality and that they're people like, like don't understand. He's a fucking lazy dog. And he doesn't say fucking, but he's a lazy dog sunbathing on the back of the couch, you know. And now he's slim. He's mean, you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, sure, it's funny and stuff like that. But, and, but the seriousness they give when they tell those stories is intense. Yeah. Everything's intense. Yeah. You almost think it's a joke at first. It, it ain't no joke to them. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Motherfuck. I mean, I and I've even mentioned I even said it out loud that like they scare the bejesus out of me. Like I don't know if I can work that hard, but I tell you what, if you got used to them and like to know them, I I would imagine it'd be so much easier just because you want to work harder for a guy like that. Yeah. You know, that has the same mindset and shit. And that's even like Dan Gable. Like, Dan, uh, you see him every now and then. He's kind of a little bit, like, like all of his things on video and all of these little gruff. But, granted, when you see him, he's he's a little more pleasant now. But he, he used to be kind of standoffish, you know? Yeah. Uh, his 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 uh, memory is crazy as well. Cause, oh, because I told him about the town the town we were from, which we're not known for wrestling at all from where we came from. Yeah. Um, and he starts telling me about a recruit that he had from our that that 
was born. Yeah, you came to me was, and you told me, do you know that? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, I was he's, like, he's, God, he's Kale, losing it. Yeah, he's Kale's gone. losing it, man. <laughs> <laughs> or, not Kale. G- Gable's losing... Don't stare at me like that. God Gable's damn. losing his goddamn mind. He's trying to tell me that there was this, like, th- two or three-time national champion from our hometown. And sure, shit, we looked it up. And, and they're like, oh, my God, we're fucking idiots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I coached in that program for eight years. Yeah. But it, it turns out that he was only born in our town. It, yeah, yeah. I, I got, I got, I, I did a deep dive because I was, I was mind fucked. <laughs> uh, but then we had we had Jacob Warner. He he kind of underperformed. Finished two spots under his seed. Finished seventh. Um, and then do we even want to talk about Sam Stoll? Yes. So uh, Sam Stoll's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got Cassiope back, which Cassiope is going to perform better. We did miss, we did skip by probably the number one guy we don't want to talk about, but that's Cash. Yeah. Did did kind of what you would think what Cash I, would do? No. Didn't I even say I didn't think he was really going to All American? Yeah. Well, actually, he almost beat Max Dean, and he actually got fucked against hey, Max Dean. He got fucked against Max Dean. Sure. Hardcore, sure. And fuck. I think was that one of the push-out rules. Well, it seen? was he took he took kind of a diving shot on the edge of the yeah. mat, but he initiated a shot, and then Max Dean just backed him out in the front from a he- front headlock situation. Got called for stalling, and that sound sent it into overtime. Yeah, that was at the very end of the third period. So, just uh, he was there. He was wrestling good all the way up until after that match. Yeah. And, and then he fell apart. I don't see how you can wrestle that good. I mean, granted, that goes back to the, you know what I was saying earlier with uh, you know Marinelli, but god damn it, that kid pisses me off. Yeah, he, he's almost like, and I know one Joe Johnson was a much more aggressive and, and a better wrestler, oh, and, but and he was but he, he but, was a but, gritty wrestler. But I could see Cash Wilkie being that type of wrestler. Um, not not that but Joe Johnson lost to kids he shouldn't lose to. He would come out there and he could knock off the best of them, but then he could lose to the worst of them. But the, the difference is Joe Johnson, straight talent level, didn't have what Cash Wilkie has. That's true. The reason why Joe Johnson was good is because he was a nitty-gritty, like every square inch he fought for. Yeah. Cash is far from that. And those are the people I respect. Like, you know what? Those are the people that I love. Like when the Gunther, remember when we had Gunther? And that Gunther would get in there and headbang with the best of them. He didn't give two fucks who they were. Yeah. Cash Wilkie is far from that. Like that guy, if he gets in on a shot and it ain't there, he's backing out Yeah. before. Yeah, he, and if somebody gets on a shot on him. He, he bails out. He, he sprints, runs from it. Yeah. And it never pays. It never works out. I mean, I, I I don't know how many times I talked about that last year with the thing I hate most about, like, uh, defending shots is when you fucking turn and run. Like, you never, never win that way. Yeah. Sure, you might get away from a few, but you never win any. Freaking drives me crazy. But, so. So, o- overall, I, I, though, team final team standings. Yeah. Uh, Iowa finished fourth. Uh, we finished 12 points behind third from Oki State. Okie State at 84 points. Ohio State in second with 96.5. Uh, Penn State in first with 23.5. We return the second most points it used to be coming the into the next year. Yeah, and we're only two points behind Penn State. And we have Cassiope coming in, who you would think um, will score more points than Stahl. 
Um, which is bullshit because prior to that, they did one that was returning just based off of right after Nationals returners. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we found out Rashid that Kassar and Rashid yeah. are coming back to Penn State. What's NCA? Go fuck yourself. Yep. You douchebags. Yep. Like, Kelsey why the, was probably sucking. I don't well, understand. You know, like, I don't understand why Kassar gets back. Penn, Penn State, they suck a lot of dick. So they uh only right? only little boys though. Yeah, well I'm sure I'm sure the NCAA has little boy like sons. Yeah, sure. I I just don't understand like how they justify somebody getting a medical shirt from two years ago. Why the fuck didn't they ask for the medical shirt two right. years ago? Exactly, man. I don't understand any of this. Well, if that's the case you know, I'm sure we've had some in the past. Like, does that mean we can get a medical shirt even though they graduated? Yeah. How about uh? Let's get back. Uh, let's give one. Give a, another shirt to McDonough. Oh, McDonough, fucking Morningstar, fucking we've uh, Corey Clark. Yeah, yeah. The year he won it. Yeah. <laughs> or or even even back even crazy back like. Well, Sam Stoll. Didn't Dennis even let's give him one for this year? Let's give him two. Dan Dan Erickson. Yeah. God, we've had a bunch of those. I don't get it. it makes no sense to me. Is what it is. But I, I'm mm. feeling we're both feeling good about uh, next season, oh. and and we'll be back. It, it and we keep forgetting we'll have camera back. Yeah, on top yeah. of Cassie. Oh my God, we're gonna fucking destroy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but we gotta stay healthy. We lose one of them. We don't have the backups like uh, Penn State does. We'll get them. They, uh, heavyweight, they got Nevelis. Hell, they did you hear, you know, I don't know if we mentioned it already, that uh, Colin, Cologne, what the, fuck, the kid that beat Colin Moore. Uh, from, oh, yeah. He might be transferring in yeah. at, for 97. It actually sounds like a guarantee. Yeah, so there's so many of those fucking things. People yeah. just transferring in, and NCA is allowing every one of them. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't see why, how. Well, the university, I, I think, can put restrict. Actually, no, they changed the transfer rules, didn't they? The, the transfer rules changed uh, two years ago, so people can don't have to sit out anymore. NCA is looking for a reason. Well, they're they're, they're looking for like a hero in the sport. Okay, and evidently they didn't feel like Iowa was it. Yeah, we're the bad guys, man. We yeah. still are. Like, yeah. like we're still booed more than any other team down there. Oh, it's ridiculous, <laughs> heavy. And we we were outnumbered for the first yeah. time in a long time. Yeah, and it's as not far like as fan we're not base. even. And it's crazy. It's like we're in third place, guys. We have no chance of catching first. Like, why are? Oh. Why does everyone still hate us? Were you? Yeah, you were sitting. next <laughs> Which to I me. want. I want to be hated. You were sitting next to me when. Uh, who was it that beat us? It was like some no-name school, and I stood up. I'm like, there's not that many fucking... Uh, oh, yeah. I can't remember. What was it? Oh, was it, man. Uh, was it Maryland? Somebody beat no, us. No, no, we didn't lose to a Maryland. I was like, I can picture it. It was like the corner down here to our right. Remember yeah, and everyone just, everyone, everyone just went nuts. And oh, yeah. They're all screamed. cheering. I'm like, there isn't that many of you fucking fans. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And people were just staring at me. I'm like, mm. <laughs> We're in the Michigan section. Yeah, and I think we snuck in drinks. I was hammered. Yeah, but People liked us around us. I feel well, like the, the ones that like we talked to, yeah. but everybody else that didn't, we didn't talk to, they didn't care for us. You yeah. know? 
I made a few they jokes that ch- made him chuckle, but uh, I'll say that, uh, you know, it wasn't that great. That They weren't that inviting. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, but overall, man, good trip. Next year's in Minnesota. Thank God, thank God for Spencer Lee pulling that out. Yeah, too bad we didn't have another one. Marinelli should have been the one. Yeah. But um, we'll have a couple next year. So the a next few. So we'll probably only do what one more podcast? No, I, I I think once we get closer to you know late summertime, we'll, we'll I mean, we might do one between then if if we get some some news worth talking about. Um, but we'll start. We never even talked about my. We'll we do, can do an extra extra. We'll, we'll do a, yeah. We we can do an extra extra and then because we we, we got to talk about like the pant ripping and then the bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so we'll we'll do an extra extra podcast here and sometime in the next month and then. We'll, uh, and then once we get a little closer to the season and we the the breakdowns for the lineups start you know kind of surfacing, we can start uh, speculating on. Yeah, that. And, and we can give our some of our inside of that information we have. You know. Yeah, all our inside, all our insiders that we have in the Iowa wrestling program. <laughs> are you are you mocking me? <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, good season, man. Mm. We'll be back next year. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Initiate contact. Follow us on Twitter at Initiate Contact. Spencer, your coach just came up to you. What's the difference this year when it compared to maybe last year? I went through a lot more adversity this year than last year. It's been a rough year, and it feels great to end it on top. How did you turn those regular season losses into a championship? Just believe my teammates. They pick me up when I'm down. They pick me up when I'm up. And they're the reason I'm here today. My my friends, my family, my coaches, and especially my teammates. What's it like to have your family in your corner? It's incredible. I thank the NCAA for allowing my family, my girlfriend, and my uh, old coach to be right there. Matt's side watching me do what I can do. Congratulations, Spencer. Go Hawks.